0: G'day, I'm Kyle, and welcome to Failures. Stories that don't always go to plan. Well, a Cole, yeah, I'm Reese, uh, Reese Carmen. We worked together
1: at Southern Cross, Austereo. Um, it was a very quick relationship between you and I. I think we bonded over um, mutual love of footy and just general lulls. Quite recently, uh, we're probably becoming a little bit more linked in our humor, I think. Uh, you know, um, there's a lot of things that we chat about and laugh about still. But anyway, that's me. I'm 32, living in Elwood as a recruiter in financial services. So you put that together. I, I, I can't. Got a few stories to, to tell, I think, actually. In the short. Short time that we were together, we learnt a lot about each other. I think you
0: probably learned a lot more about me very quickly, but we definitely had some fun. That's my larger than life friend, Reese Carmen. I would say that Reese embodies the Aussie larrikin, always up for a laugh and would never pass up a good time. There's no doubt that Reese wouldn't shy away from admitting to a few failures of his own. However, as you'll discover, this failure isn't about Reese. The story starts to take shape at a small house party that I was hosting in Kennington, a small suburb nestled in the central Victorian city of Bendigo. Bendigo is a—it's uh, a funny
1: old town. I was born there, but moved to Adelaide quite early. So I think at the age of one, moved to Adelaide, lived there for 12 years, and then came back, or, or 11 years, and came back to Bendigo. You were living with—sorry—you uh, were living with another um, another girl there at the time. But we just had a, a nice, cosy sort of Friday night. I seem to um, take things up a notch. Um, you're definitely more of a uh, quiet drinking man. I probably have a few loud beers, uh, but it was a good mix because we were doing a bit of karaoke, which was fantastic. So um, anyway, we had a few songs uh, playing. The girls had a bit of Spice Girls going on. I think I put on a few niche Nick Cave songs that really didn't go down well, which was fine by me. Maybe a little bit of Eminem in the mix just to get the party started a little bit. We we're quite inebriated anyway, about 11 o'clock, and it's probably just at that time where if you're a you know if you're a fifty eight year old male, if someone's head banging down the road, you're almost inclined to to pop over and or just put a put a call in and just say, hey guys, just come on. It's it's a quiet neighbourhood. Anyway, we are probably going a little bit loud, as you do. Yeah, at about 10.30, between 10.30 and 11, we hear a knock, knock, knock on the door. So I jumped up, I opened the door, and um, standing in front of me is is what you'd say is the quintessential Australian man in the uh, 1970s, sort of semi-black and white photos of old blokes standing around pubs um, with their shirts off or a flanny and footy shorts. Anyway, um Glenn is at the door, and I was—I was, to be honest, a little bit taken aback. I, I thinking, oh, geez, we're in trouble here. He's gonna probably, maybe, he might throw one at me. But you know, to his credit, uh, a man that's probably seen a lot of Friday nights, you know, down the local pubs of, of Bendigo. I reckon he probably stumbled back to Strathfield Say or Strathdale after um, a few, few nights on the uh, on the timber. But to his credit, old Glenn just said to me, "Look, mate." I don't want to ask you this and I and I get it but you know the missus has sent me over here and um you know she's just having a bit of a hard time she wants to go to sleep you know we uh is it all right if you turn it down and I and I I thought oh mate he's a man who doesn't want to be here and he he probably wants to be you know drinking himself but we'll do the right thing and you know we'll uh we'll turn it down for him now in a turn of events um oh Glenn was quite intrigued about what the party was and what we were doing. And we were saying, "Look, playing a little bit of uh, karaoke. Um, And quickly his demeanour changed into probably uh, inquiring about if we have one of our select, one of his select songs. Probably he thought maybe on tape or on record, but to Glenn's surprise, um, this is the digital era. So um, anything you want, Glenn, you shall receive. He, he turned and requested a song and said, have you got this one? And we both looked at each other. You would arrived at the door at this stage and you and I looked at each other and said, never heard of it. But it was some somewhere along the lines of a Led Zeppelin sort of song. This guy, you know, he was wearing a flanny, um, black singlet on underneath, uh, big mullet, grey mullet, um, you know, looked like he'd smoked a few ciggies in his day as well. Anyway, he asked for this song and we thought, look, we, we don't know, but Glenn, I'm sure we can put it on for you. Anyway, he, he, he sort of – Quickly um, forgot that he was over here to turn it, tell us to turn the music down. And so I thought, oh, I can probably get another 15, 20 minutes out of this bloke. So I, I ducked to the fridge. Uh, I pulled out a nice coldie and I uh, offered Glenn um, a frothy. Without flinching, he, he took it out of my hands. Straight away, he's popped the top and started sipping on a nice cold, cold and cold. He, uh, he then came in poked his head in and had a little look and, and thought, this is all right, this is a bit of fun. So uh, we, we find Glenn's song and it was, look, you know, let's say it was um, Led Zeppelin or, or something along the lines of that, a nice rock and roll, 70s, just, you know, you could probably smoke a J to that and just chill out and really relax. We turn it on and start turning it up and Glenn starts turning it up. His head is banging, he's banging around, he's got the air guitar out, he's pumping it out. You and I then just start... Amazed with Glenn, really start rocking out as well, which is fantastic. The volume's going up, the girls are loving it, everyone's having a laugh. He's smacking the beers down as well. And he's he's probably got about 10 minutes in. Another song plays and he starts talking and he turns that one up as well. And then he sort of looks to us and he's figured out quite quickly he's in strife. The business has sent him over to to turn it down and all of the sudden, she's probably hearing Glenn's favorite song blasted out another five decibels louder to a place where I could imagine she's probably had him falling asleep on the couch on a Friday night and had to drag him home or drag him to bed to this anyway. So all of a sudden she sent him down to turn it off. Glenn's favourite song's pumping through the radio. He's on the beers. He starts shitting himself and he goes, oh no. Oh no, boys, I've done it. The missus has sent me down here. I'm, I'm in strife, mate. I'm in strife. She's going to hate this. She's going to know that i will come down here and all of a sudden I'm bloody drinking with you. So I've got to go, boys. I've got to go and we're trying to make him stay. I'm pulling on him to make him stay and have another beer and he, he took one for the road, actually, which... Um, he sort of turned and said to me I'll need this one I'll need this one in there so you know I raise a toast to Glenn and I think of him often when I'm sitting there you know contemplating my life I think Glenn
0: where are you now? Just in case you want to rock out like Glenn Shazam tells me that his go-to song was called Highway Tune by Greta Van Fleet.
1: Look we know deep down the big fella wanted to rock out but I think at the end of the day, Glennie boy, if you've been given a mission by your wife to get over there and tell the music off, I think it's a bit of a failure. If you come inside and have a frothy, like no matter how much I love you, that's a failure, mate. I think uh, you would have woken up uh, a bit in in strife the next day and probably on the vacuum pretty quickly, I think. So um, Glenn, mate, where are you? Like I I love you, but um, yeah, probably you learn the, learn the brief um, and nail the brief next time, big fella.